Hello, Spotlight friends. Welcome to another episode of Ave Spotlight. Today, I am with my friend, Sarah Chris Meyer. It's been quite a while. I'm so happy to have her back on. She is super busy. So she is the general editor of the Living the Word Bible, which just came out. So I'm so excited about it. I got one and I gave one to my mom. So she's very, we're going to do a little like mommy daughter book study. She is a Catholic author and speaker. She's written the book, Becoming Women of the Word, and just is really encouraging people and women to really dive into scripture. And so I'm just so excited for you being here and just to share and hopefully be encouraging, especially to me and to all those listening that have made commitments in the new year to launch into scripture and just like don't know where to start. So thank you so much for being here. It is always a pleasure, Chanel. Great to be here. Oh, my gosh. So I would love if you could share a little bit about yourself for everyone listening. So as like you said, I have spent most of my adult life just trying to help people to dive into the Bible and mainly with the aim, partly of understanding it, but also just to get to know the Lord there, because that's how I got to know him. So I'm a mom. I'm a grandmom. I have five beautiful grandchildren and four children. And that keeps me pretty busy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love that. So I, how old are your grandbabies? The oldest just turned 10 last week. Oh my God. So the baby is two and a half. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that's going to be constant movement. I was going to say, are they like, they're not little babies because they are still pretty confined in one space, but you must be running a lot. Quite mobile. Yeah, yeah quite well, mobile. Them, yeah. <laughs> Only one lives near me, but yeah, they're wonderful. Gotcha. Oh my gosh. Hope. What what little blessings. That's such a blessing. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that's amazing. And I love, I love what you do, just like encouraging people to really dive into the word. And I have a question for you. You know, I know that in the new year, in a previous episode, we kind of talked about making New Year's goals rather than resolutions, kind of like goals and things you can work towards. So mine, one of mine was actually to open my Bible, which is on my desk right now. Very good. Yes. Thank you so much. The first step is having it on your desk. So, (laughs) and that's one of my goals. And so I would love to hear kind of, do you do New Year's goals? Do you do like things that you're trying to do? that you're looking forward to in this 2023? I actually gave up doing New Year's goals. Mm, mm. (laughs) I mean, I used to do them all the time and I would find that by like February, I would not even remember what I promised myself that I would do. So I tend to do more short-term things and stick with that. Mm, So kind of boring. No, Uh, not boring at all. Realistic. I tried it many, many years. No, realistic. It's, I mean, it's, it's nice to be, it's nice to be real life. I was, I was just sharing with a friend the other day. I said, you know, sometimes things just don't work out or you just don't like things and you keep trying and maybe you should just try something else. I was sharing, (laughs) for example, I was talking with a friend years ago. And I said, you know, I just really have never had a good cannoli. Every time I've had it, (laughs) I just like don't like it. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the filling. Maybe it's the like crust part. I don't know. And I kept describing all the different kinds of cannolis I've had because he loves them. And at a certain point, he was just like, you know, Chanel, maybe you just don't like cannolis. And, you know, until (laughs) that moment, I thought to myself, no, like I love them. I just haven't had the right one. And that's such a good 
way of you mentioned just knowing yourself of like, no, I've I've tried. And every month, one month in, I just kind of forget or I just abandon kind of my goal or whatever. And so kind of doing things slower and smaller and just making accessible goals for yourself just throughout the year is just more feasible, more practical. And so for us that kind of start this new year and are saying to ourselves, okay, I have my Bible. I should read it. I mean, at this point, it's it's my year. Like I got to crack it open. I got to start building a relationship with the Lord. And I'm kind of a little discouraged though, because I, I do get to the point where it's my 10th Bible verse in a day. And I'm mm-hmm. on day 10, I'm listening to Father Mike Schmitz, I'm doing it. And then it's day 12 and, ele- uh, 12 and 13, and I've forgotten, and I'm feeling discouraged. And so how do I build up that habit of reading the Bible, of listening, of being present to like how, what the Lord is saying, especially with the new Bible that we have, Living the Word Bible, it's like nice because there's margins, there's places for you to journal, I mean, but like it can be so overwhelming and kind of discouraging if you miss it. So how do you how do you like have mercy on yourself and build up an actual <laughs> build up an actual like feasible routine? You know, I think something you said at the very beginning when you first came on is probably the best thing you could have done. And you said you got your mother a Bible too, and that you're mm. gonna do this mother-daughter thing. And when you have a friend or a mother or a sister or a husband or you know, whoever it is you have some kind of accountability and you're doing it together. That, at least in my experience, that's one of the most motivating things. I've had a couple of times in my life when I sort of launched into a new phase of Bible reading. Mm. And one of them that was sort of later in my life was uh, what helped me the most was, was joining a serious Bible study where they had it all set up. So you did a little bit every day. And if you didn't do a little bit every day, you didn't get it done. And I have a lot of pride when I get to that small group. Like there is no way in the world I'm going to say I did not do this. You're not going to be the girl that shows up (laughs) and is like, I thought it was really cool. And they're like, really? Because it was actually a very sad chapter. You're like, oh. (laughs) So that to me was just a, a motivating thing to do it. And what I found is that the more I did it, it started to grab me and mm. it just got my attention and started changing my life to the point where I was internally motivated. So it started out with an external motivation. You know what? Think about it like exercise. I hate to exercise. I hate. <laughs> but if I have somebody like someone from up the street is going to come meet me outside of my house at six o'clock in the morning, then I'm going to be out there, Mm. you know? And then after a while, I feel so good in the morning, I'm getting her out of bed, you know? So I think that that's a great motivating thing. Wow. Yes. That's a, that's a really good point. I very much operate in that way where if I know that somebody else is depending on me or I'm working with somebody else, I'm way more motivated to immediately get out of bed and immediately be like, okay, I'm reading this because I have to talk about it with someone or because I know that my mom is putting on her sneakers and we're leaving for the gym at 645. So like, if I don't get up, I know that I can't just say I was tired. Like she's looking for a buddy as much as I am. So that's a really, really good point. And so I would love to hear just a little bit from you. What has been your journey with scripture? Like, how did you get to where you are? I'm always so curious when people that 
really have a passion for the word are able to communicate that one, that's like such a gift. And two, just like hearing about how you got there, because I don't know if it's my attention span or I don't know what it is, but I, I have such a hard time just staying committed and focused. And I know that this is my year, especially now talking to you and the fact that I just read our first scripture passage with my mom, like right before this recording. So I know that I'm actually going to do it (laughs) this year. I'm actually going to do it, but I would love to hear how you got there. And yeah, I'm just so curious. So I, um, I did not grow up Catholic. I grew up Protestant and Mm. my family was very centered around scripture. And so we kind of heard it all the time, which pretty much meant that I was not interested. You know, when you're a kid, (laughs) you just are not that interested But I had a tough high school and there was actually a time in which I was in bed one night and I thought, man, I have messed up my life. And, you know, all the things that go wrong when you're a teenager, so many things can go wrong. And I thought, you know what, maybe I should give God a try. So I was praying and I said, God, if you do X, Y and Z, and I wrote like a little list of the things that I wanted him to do for me, I will read the Bible every day and I will follow you. So that was kind of a simple thing. It was a promise that I made to him. And so I opened my Bible and I started reading. And I can't remember exactly where I was reading. It was, I think it was probably in one of Paul's letters. And whatever it was, a verse just jumped out of me and like banged me over the head, challenged me on some way I was behaving. Mm. And I thought it, it just jumped at me as God speaking to me. And I was like, whoa. God could speak to me through this. It's not just like something you read because your parents tell you to do it. So I kept a little journal and I would write down what I heard him say to me. And then I wrote down all the things I wanted him to do for me. (laughs) And I put them on one side of the page. And then the next day I would pray again and I'd read some more. And if he answered it, I'd write it down and Mm. I'd write down the things I was learning and just like tried to follow and do the things that I felt him saying to me. Mm. So it was a very... You know, maybe a childlike thing, but I don't think it's so bad for anybody of any age to do that. Hello, friends. This episode of Ave Spotlight is brought to you by States of Faith. States of Faith is a brand for Catholics who love the rosary and are proud of where they live. States of Faith features high quality products with images of your state outlined in the rosary, which is super cool. Get your state outlined in the rosary on a sweatshirt, t-shirt, coffee, mug, or sticker. The collection includes all 50 states plus Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. Every state design has the crucifix of the rosary intentionally placed on the state capitol, which is such a beautiful detail. Entrust your state to Mary's intercession and represent your state and faith at statesoffaith.com. And use the code Ave Spotlight 15 for a 15% off your order. God bless. I know even the homily on at Sunday's Mass, this previous Sunday, my priest was talking about how we, in prayer, it doesn't reflect a lot of relational conversation. It's yeah. very like one-sided often with people and, you know, a a lot about how we should listen to God and allow him to speak to us and figure out how he speaks to us. And and one of those ways can be through scripture and through the word and just like receiving what he has to say. 
And the whole time he was saying that, I was just thinking, "Mm, way easier said than done, Padre. For someone that loves to talk and loves to, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But that's that's, like, that could be the answer to your your problem, though, because, Mm. I mean, uh, most people who are trying to get started reading scripture, they already have some kind of a prayer life. Mm. And a lot of our prayer lives tend to be pretty much, you know, asking whatever our intentions are that day, whether they're for ourselves or whether they're for other people. It's not always selfish. And, you know, maybe we'll work in some praise and thanksgiving and so on. But God wants to talk to us, you know, and he's not just going to have this booming voice that comes out of the sky when we ask him. Maybe he will. He, you know, he's been known to do that. But The thing is, he's already spoken to us in scripture. It's right in front of us. We can hear what he has to say to us. And I think sometimes the problem is we read it and we're like, well, that's boring. And we shut it. And I mean, imagine the insult to him. I know. (laughs) But, But part of it is like, well, you know, maybe it's boring because I haven't learned to understand that part yet. Or you know, how how can I show God how much I love him by being present on a daily basis to listen to what he has to say to me and not to be in charge of that? Mm. Not to say, I'm only going to listen if you say something that gets me excited, but to say, what do you have to say to me? And then to say, you know what, God, I just don't get that. Can you tell me more <laughs> or whatever and carry on the conversation and say, thank you. I don't get it but I'll be back. And the next day, come back and listen again. And I promise you, if you regularly show up for a date with God and pray and ask him to speak to you through scripture, you're going to start hearing him. And it's not going to be, you know, stars and bells every single time. I, you know what? I think of it like when I was getting to know my husband at first, I sure as heck didn't understand everything he was saying. (laughs) I didn't get everything he liked. You know, I misunderstood him frequently, but I just wanted to be with him as much as I could. And the more I listened to him, the more I understood what was coming through. And the more he was able to speak to me in a way that I did understand. And God wants that kind of relationship with us. And I think that at least in my experience, relationships are built not just in the exciting times, but they're built in the day in, day out. Let's be together. I'm here for you. I want to listen to you. Please speak to me. So that's kind of my my approach. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that encouragement. And yeah, something that you mentioned earlier was kind of the beauty of community and having other people that can encourage you in and keep you accountable. And I know that there's a living the word community that is, you know, kind of starting, going to start. And and you also have a podcast on deck. And I know that, you know, for me, I know that for me and my mom, it's going to be great to be able to listen to that and just know that just to hear other stories and to be able to be encouraged in that way. And it's just, it's such a powerful testament to the power of just having someone else on your team. So you don't feel like you're doing it by yourself. But can you share a little bit with us about the community and your the podcast and just kind of what your hopes are for those? Yeah. And it's, it's all tied up with my hopes for the Bible itself, I guess. 
this, you know, it's the living the word Bible, the idea that we're living what we're learning. We're not just learning it. So there are probably, I think there's about 40 women who contribute to this, the the added material that's in the Living the Word Bible. And some of it is, you know, kind of scholarly. There's introductions to all the books and so on, but every, it always with the goal of helping do you see kind of what's in it for me? Why would I bother reading this? Why would, it, what can I expect to get out of it for myself to put into practice and so on? But there are also portraits of women in scripture that kind of bring out both the good, the bad, and the ugly, I guess, you know, mm. a lot of the really wonderful women in scriptures, but also some of the other examples, sort of negative examples, if you will. There are essays of all different types about, you know, how we live our faith and, or how we read the Bible or just different tips and things to help us get started. There are quotes from female saints when I received the Bible, so you spend a long time putting the whole thing together, gathering all this material. When I finally got it in my hands and sat down to read it, I did not get up for about two hours just going through. And I was overwhelmed by the feeling of the presence of other women, mm. the women in the Bible that the portraits are about, the women saints who you keep seeing these beautiful quotes, and the women who had contributed many of whom I know who you hear on, you know, at conferences or on podcasts or or whatever. But there was just this beautiful feeling that, wow, I'm not in this alone. And there's all these other voices. And so the, the what the podcast is doing is this first week, first year anyway, is I'm having conversations with the different women who contributed to the Bible because there's the, what they contributed specifically, which we'll talk about more in terms of what they can share of what they got out of the, that book or, or how we can understand it. But each of them has their own story of why is scripture important to them? What has it done in their life? What do they struggle with? How do they apply it or how do they read it? There's just so many different things that we can talk about. And my hope is that every woman who's listening, who's reading is so different and has such a different you know, a way of approaching scripture. I think that in this community of women that they'll find somebody to connect to. And then we're starting up an online community too, and that's still taking shape. So we'll see how that happens, but it's starting out on Instagram. And I just look forward to being in touch with different women who are excited about getting to know scripture and living it out in their lives and talking about it and sharing it and growing in faith. Hmm. I love that. And I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. I love being part of like different fun groups, especially groups that are geared towards my spiritual health. So that sounds mm -hmm. wonderful. So I am so grateful that you are on our podcast today. And I would love for you to share just where we can find more information about you and, you know, everything that you're up to. So I have a website called comeintotheword.com. And that has all my books and Bible studies, and I blog fairly regularly, not always, but I blog on that. And there's information on the, the Bible there as well. The Living the Word Catholic Women's Bible is available from Ave Maria Press at their AveMariaPress.com. And on there, you can also find the Living the Word Bible podcast. And on Instagram, it's at Living the Word Bible is the community. Wonderful. We'll make sure to put that in our show notes. And as we end the near end of this episode, which is so sad, 
we usually ask each guest about something that has given them hope or they're hopeful for in the near future. So if you need time to think about it, I can go first. Or if you're ready, you can go. How are you feeling? Okay. You go first. Okay. So I shared with you a little blip before we started recording, but my goddaughter is four years old and she recently turned four and it was her baptism anniversary a couple days ago. So I took her out on a little date and we got tacos and ice cream and it was just so sweet. And the drive there, we got to talk about how she was baptized and just hearing her conceptualize like her being a baby and everyone being at a party for her. (laughs) She was just very caught up and excited about everyone celebrating her. I'm not sure if we like specifically got the baptism bit nailed down, but (laughs) she loved just the idea that like Jesus loves her so much and she's part of a big, big, huge family. And uh, it was just so fun and awesome to be around her and just see her little personality form. And yeah, just seeing someone that loves Jesus with such innocence, it's the Mm, coolest thing. Beautiful. Yeah, really takes away some of the like everyday drudgery that you can have as an adult. Um, So Mm -hmm. it was nice to just hear her be excited to just want to hear more about Jesus. And her godfather is a priest. So just hearing about like how her godfather baptized her and how cool that is. And yeah, I, I just, it's such a beautiful thing. So it really gave me hope for just the future of the church and that we can all hopefully kind of regain some of that innocent, pure love for God that sometimes we lose. So that was probably mine. That's beautiful. It's always so hope inspiring to be with little children. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. How about yours? So I have had a a rather rough year last year. Mm. Uh, my husband died at the end of it and mm. he was very sick all leading up to it. So yesterday I had some friends over and they came to dinner and we had our favorite music and I made delicious food And they're good, faithful Catholic friends and just very dear friends. And I was just filled with just the possibility of continued life and new life and of the value of my Christian friends and of all that that community brings. So Mm. that gave me a great deal of hope. I love that. I love that. And yes, I remember when my producer shared that with me and I've been praying for you. You've been in my daily intention. Oh, thank so thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll ask everyone listening to also include, include your family in their continued prayers. So thank but you. Yeah, absolutely. So we are so grateful that you joined us. And for everyone listening, there is hope. If you start, if you cracked open your Bible, what, 23 days ago, and you were optimistic, you can still do it. It's okay. If you just started, there is time and there's no time like the present to start. So thank you so much for sharing that encouraging word, Sarah. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that you were here. So, well, thank you so much for having me. And I guess I would just like to add that there are a lot of helps within that Bible in Mm -hmm how to read it. And there are reading plans in the back to get you started if that helps you. And if you contact me or us through the community, we'll give you help as well. So that's what we're here for. Wonderful. Okay, you guys, everyone listening, there's no excuses, y'all. This is our year. So (laughs) thank you so much, Sarah. (laughs) You are very welcome. God bless you. You too. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you again to Sarah for being our guest. 
make sure to check out Living the Word Women's Bible. It's a beautiful Bible. My mom and I are reading it together. Um, It's amazing. And um, it has a lot of really great, um, you know, different contributions by women and really interesting tidbits that you wouldn't expect. So it's amazing. Make sure to check it out. Also, Sarah's podcast. Um, with different women where she talks about how they dove into scripture and their journey um, with the Bible and just building up that habit. So y'all check it out. Thank you so much for listening. I'm looking forward to talking with y'all soon. God bless you. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.